0: All right, Justin, 2023, we're back. Uh, so why not uh, start off with a bang? Get a new, new AWM Insights going. A lot of good stuff. Always the beginning of the year, we get talking about predictions and what's happened in the past year and what's going to happen in the in the year that's upcoming so thought we'd just spend some time there and talk a little bit about that we now know what happened you know in 2022 down year for the markets uh those happen as we know but you know still never fun to to actually see unfold uh and there is something about the year end that you know kind of is like this marking point but actually is sort of irrelevant, uh, in a lot of ways, but it's time for reflection. And then certainly right now, uh, if you're paying attention to the, uh, the financial media at all, I mean, everybody's predictions are out there. And so just be fun to chat a little bit about, Hey, we, we read these things too. Um, you know, how are we looking at them? So clients listening can, can have a good understanding. So, would love to kind of hear from you as you reflect back on 2022 and you know markets being down, um, you know just throughout the year. Maybe some reflection on, on how you're thinking about it going into 2023. Yeah,
1: I mean it's a great time to reflect, like you said. Personally, from a, a market standpoint, I mean quite honestly, it wasn't a great year. Yeah. I think that's a that's not a bold statement to make, but. We've said this throughout the podcast, and hopefully people do pick up on it, that it's actually a good thing to have negative years. And I don't say that lightly. Mm -hmm. The reason why I do say that is that the reason why you expect a positive return going forward is because there is risk in investing or there's risk to investing. And so that's what I mean by it being a good thing that we had a negative year, that is shows us like, that gives us confidence that kind of verifies that, that markets are working. Right. Again, not fun to actually go through, but it it's a healthy, it's a healthy mechanism to to uh, to see or to witness. And we don't know what the future unfolds. A lot of people to your point have been putting out their predictions for the year and uh, and quite honestly no one's no one knows um, we say that a lot, I know we do, but it is true, no one knows, no one can predict the future. Yep. And, but we do know markets are positive most of the time. In fact, about 75% of the time, they're positive over a, a calendar year cycle. But we're gonna see a negative year again. It could be the fact that this year is also negative. But that doesn't that doesn't that shouldn't change anything. That doesn't really change how we view investing. So I guess that's a real broad statement to to answer your question. But some specifics around what did I learn, or or what did I, I would even I would even flip that question around to say like mm-hmm. what. What did we verify? I think it's more so to say, what did we verify? And and I think it gave us a lot of confidence in our approach, our, our approach of controlling what we can control, right? Tax loss harvesting when the market provides opportunity for that. Not trying to predict these things Day in and day out. I mean, there was there were so many unpredictable events. If you go back, there is a, a great piece I read recently, starting in December 2019, where the economy was doing incredibly well, unemployment was doing incredibly well. And literally two or three months after that, the pandemic hit, and then right. just like the whole entire kind of the dominoes fell, right? It was a roller coaster ride up. Crypto, I mean, you name right. it. There's so many headlines over this period of time. And then all of a sudden last year, war in Ukraine, interest rates rising. These things are so unpredictable. And here's here's the little, like the kind of dovetail or the, the headline, the period, if you will. Over that period of time, the Russell 3000, which is very similar to the S&P 500, you, the S P and p 500 had a similar return, was up 10% over that three-year period of time through the end of November. I mean, no one would have predicted any of that. And I, I sit here today to take take this reflection and say, yeah. going forward, it's a silly game to play to try and predict things It's fun to talk about by yeah. all means to your point we read them I like reading them i I love reading these intelligent people talk about the economy talk yeah. about the market but acting on those those predictions are, are two different things
0: yeah and I think that's what it, it is a reminder right when we go through these periods it's like you start to you start to see these things and you know that it's probably unrealistic to outguess markets and to think about but We still have this control fallacy, right? Or this belief that somehow we have some keen insight sometimes. And so it's reminding ourselves to take a step back uh and remind ourselves that we don't have to actually do that to have really successful outcomes i think that's the other tricky part here is you know a lot of people think you have to get all these things right these predictions right to have a lot of success and really what you'd rather off better off doing and and i would argue rather do is participate in the human ingenuity that exists in our economy and our people and have the belief that hey if i have the staying power if i am truly an investor if i'm somebody that looks over the longer term yeah. and i structure things appropriately i'm going to get all the benefits of this and i don't have to figure out when the up and down is coming and in preparing for this we saw a lot of stuff too all the pre- well the predictions at the beginning of 2022 were like hey we're <laughs> going to have a, a fantastic year i mean on, on consensus and obviously we now know hindsight's 2020 that that didn't, didn't unfold and now you fast forward to this year and consensus is wildly pessimistic. Yeah. Uh, we're headed Funny into a recession. I know we're going to we're going to have all these corrections and that that all may very well happen. But the data also tells us that most of the time when people are in consensus, markets work in reverse. And that doesn't always happen. It's not a tradable uh, thing to say, "Hey, Everybody expects this to happen. Let's go on the flip side. I wish it worked that way, um, but it probably wouldn't be consensus, right? And so I think when we start to reflect and look at these things, I think it's just a good reminder for people that, hey, yeah, it's really fun to predict the future. It's really fun to think that you have some sort of control over where things are going to go. But what we actually have control over is being long term investors then taking the prudent steps to to put the right financial structure in place. And I think that was a verifiable thing for me this past year was the way that we used bonds in client portfolios. I think so often bonds are viewed as, hey, this is the safe asset. And so it's going to hold up well when the stock market does poorly. And that didn't happen last year. And we've taken a, an approach over the years where we actually use bonds in a different way. We use bonds so that they mature when our clients need the money, right. as opposed to trying to bolster the portfolio. And so I thought that was a pretty verifying thing from 2022.
1: Yeah. yeah, Much more targeted portfolio construction is how, how we we do things, and there's a lot more uh, meaning meaning behind that. I think, uh, and if you can understand that and really wrap your head around that, it's it's a powerful conclusion. I, there's a there's a great quote that says, "Markets tend to fool most people most of the time." I think that's exactly what what you know you're trying to get at, and yeah. nothing you did get at. Where it is interesting to talk about all this stuff, and you you will see some people get. 2023 right I'm, yeah. I'm sure that you we could go find someone who got 2022 right the devil's in the details with something like that and and the repeatable nature and you mentioned it's not tradable and and this stuff it isn't that's that's where it becomes really really i guess tempting if you will because often you'll get the little sound bite oh this guy predicted the great financial crisis right. which was 15 years ago now. And now he's saying, Hey, prepare for the worst. And, and you'll get that little ad on, you know, whatever, Yahoo Finance or Wall yeah. Street Journal. You, I'm sure everyone's seen them. And that is just not indicative of any repeatable, sound investment strategy going forward. We always take uh, the stance that the way we define success is making sure you can meet your priorities in the most predictable way possible. Right chasing predictions is not predictable yeah. whatsoever. Yeah. Trying to predict the future, trying to pick, pick stocks, same idea. So that's the nuance: is that we wanna build portfolios. We wanna structure your entire net worth in a way that has the highest probability to meet your priorities that is at the end of the day how we we view success and define success and hopefully that's something that people can really anchor on as we go into the new year there's still is a lot of uncertainty out mm-hmm. there but knowing that there the the portfolio the way in which we use bonds this light what's called a liability driven approach is one that that increases the probability of meeting your priorities as opposed to just you know throwing darts against the wall if you yeah. will or or Trying to read the tea leaves and, and predict where markets are going to go. Is Tesla going to be the mm-hmm. darling this year or, yeah. or is Elon Musk going to blow it up more? I, you know, who knows, right? There are all, all these funny games that people try and play that just don't have the, this element of confidence, I guess, or, or an increased confidence if you bring them into your overall financial structure.
0: Yeah, totally. And I think it's a good reminder for people that this isn't natural. I was actually listening to a podcast with, uh, James clear, the, the author of atomic habits and, uh, Dr. Peter Attia, and they were talking a lot about habit formation, uh, and the, you know, we're built, our Not ancestors enough. are built for the short-term gratification, right? Like, if you're a hunter gatherer and you go out on a, like you want the quick hits, right? There's no saving for a hundred years from now, or there's no saving for retirement that just didn't exist. So we're, you know, physiologically like built our brains are built in a way that is very difficult to think about delayed gratification and I think it's the same thing here and so you're going to hear us talk probably a lot this year and try to remind everybody listening that you know we do have to take a step back and we have to shift our brain a little bit and remind ourselves that what we are trying to accomplish is meeting our priorities and a lot of those priorities are down the line right Mm. and we're and we're going to try to protect ourselves from getting caught up in the hey did we get that quick hit or are we expecting to hit the lottery that you know and a lot of times, when we try to do those things, we put the whole picture at risk, and so that's that's what we're going to try to uh, continue to go back to. Uh, hopefully, over the course of the year, we really want to want to focus you on reminding how we're actually building your portfolio, how we're trying to help you to meet your priorities, um, and so hopefully, that's those are the themes that we'll hit on this year, um, and we'll close out for today. But along those lines, if you know, if you have questions around how we're actually implementing these things, or even if there are other topics you want to hear about how they incorporate into the, the overall plan, uh, shoot us a text. You guys know the number by now, hopefully 602-704-5574. We'd love to address it and we'd love to, to reach out and just talk to you about it. So until next time, own your wealth, make an impact, and always be a pro.